0: Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company and they have a pickup location and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion. Uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization, and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com winchester ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace they only use natural unfiltered uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime so leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a new jersey nightclub so whether it's am lumber outlaw trail boss or whiskey saddle winchester ranch beard company has the scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Once again, WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Well, I'd just like to welcome everybody back. You know, it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, You know, I took took them off for the holidays. I took them off for the holidays. And, uh, you know, it felt pretty good last Sunday knowing that I did not have to do... uh, what, by the way, I love them, but knowing that I didn't have to go lay it down and edit, it, it was like, it's fine. It, it was relaxing. Um, but things have been good. You know, it's it's football season. Not, not the high school version, but it's bowl season. I learned this the other day. I thought this was – I actually thought this was kind of a weird thing. I, I went my whole life – now, this is what I think I know. This is what I think I know. I didn't go research it. Like, if you listen to the show – Uh, You do know most of this comes right off the top of my head, and I completely don't research (laughs) anything. It's just what's in my head. So if it's not accurate, fine. But this is what I think. I started noticing a trend. Maybe this year is the first time I noticed it. I don't recall it last year, but I'm, I'm getting there. But once I noticed what was happening this year, somebody's like, oh, this player last year didn't play, and this player didn't play. So I guess it's been a thing you know, probably two or three years, I just heard about it. People that are a part of a team should be on the team. Like, you should play with the team. You should finish uh, your, your mission as a team. Now, I'm going to assume somebody going to a national championship game is still going to play. All the best players are still going to play. But people skipping these bowl games, like, people – are, are a part of the team. And what if you're the best player on the team and you're going to skip a bowl game because you think you're going to get hurt? Look, if you didn't get hurt the other, uh, 60, I don't know, whatever, 50 games, 60 games of your college football career, you're probably not going to get hurt. This last one, uh, I, the fact that you bell on your team, I just think that that's crazy. You know, like when I was a kid if and, and I still carry this over to my own kids. If you played and you were a part of a team, even if you didn't like it, even if you didn't get to play, if you weren't good but you went out, you practiced, you were a part of the team no matter what your role was, you went to every game, you went to every practice, it didn't matter how long they were, it didn't matter if they were cold outside, it didn't matter. matter. You you did it because you were a part of it. I completely don't understand this new trend. As a matter of fact, it's annoying, and and I don't know in what way. Look, I'm not trying to make this a sports show, but this is just – it is that that could relate to everyday life, but I, I don't know when we got to, to this. You know, everybody – there's people on both sides of the fence where they're like, oh, college kids should get paid. Well, I don't think that they should make college kids – Starve or anything, but I'm not sure paying him a million dollars a thing. There's this kid that goes to I know people worldwide just give me a minute, but um, the Oklahoma University or University of Oklahoma, this football team, they had this guy who was supposed to be a top quarterback. Uh, personally, I was not a fan of the guy anyway, not because I'm an OU fan, because I'm not, and uh, I don't not like them, I'm just they're not my favorite team, I don't like them. <laughs> Whatever, man. So so he was like the starter, he was supposed to be the best quarterback in the nation, and then he gets replaced. I'm just summarizing for the people who don't care about this. And so they put this new kid in. So this new kid makes a comeback in the first game they put him in, and and then they have a pretty successful season after that. So just today I was reading an article that this this particular kid who now is like the superhero of, of the Oklahoma college football uh, world. And he says that he's put his name. Oh, because they changed the rules once you could get paid, and now they allow every kid they get one free transfer. So they don't even have to set out. They literally could. Um, let's, let's just say, let's pretend that Alabama is the number one team, and they're like, hey, I want to go to Alabama, and then you go win a championship and then the next season you know because maybe there's a lot of people graduating the next season you can go play for another team who, who's supposed to win the national championship you can just go transfer for free like that's the thing now you don't have to sit out or anything well so this guy who's like the hero of Oklahoma football announces today I oh, appreciate the support love everybody i'm going to i'm going to put my name in the portal and see what my my chances are like so people now are i'm assuming Probably half the people hate the guy. I mean, I if I were an OU fan, I would. I'd be like, are you serious? But this is the new world that's created by allowing them to pay players. I mean, to be honest, like this kid right now, he's not going to Alabama, uh, and he's not going to any other national powerhouse. I mean, he, he may because that's usually where the money lies. But if the University of Texas pays him $2 million, that kid's going to be playing at Texas next year. You know, so – there's, like, no loyalty. So, back to this, when you're when you're on a team, you're a part of the team, like, there's just no loyalty anymore at all. Uh, I don't get it. The reason people broke all-time win records, coaches broke all-time win records and, and teams, is because they had a team that stuck together, and, like, that was their goal. Like, people uh, back in the day would play four years of basketball because that was their team. Very rarely did people come out. Oh, they still did, but... but it was rare. So I don't I just don't get I don't get the college football world these days. As a matter of I don't even watch college football. I just don't. There's some people who are like, I don't watch the NFL. Now speaking of that, speaking of that, more football talk. I, I'm gonna say this. There's a there's a, and there's also a new thing. Now some people aren't gonna like this because uh CTE, uh honestly, real fast off the top of my head, uh I don't even know what it stands for. I have to look it up, but it's brain injury. Uh, Like CTE, CTE is brain injury. And so, like now, every every time an NFL football player or college, every time that they do something that's a little off, uh, it gets referenced back to that. It's like, oh, it's CTE. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. Of course, it exists. It wouldn't be a thing if it didn't. But blaming every single problem or everything that somebody does that's irresponsible. Or immature or stupid, and then saying it's CTE. It's not their fault. Stop! Stop just making stuff up. Like I, I mean, cool. I, the fact that people just make things up and create excuses for people. Now, as Antonio Brown played a long time, yeah. Does he probably? Does he? I'm going to assume. Does he probably have uh, some kind of some brain uh, trauma there? Yeah. Probably, probably so. But stop saying that until he's actually diagnosed with that. At this point, just call it what it is. Like he's stop saying he only walked off because he has CT. He's got real mental problems Uh, or he's got real attitude problems. And by the way, it's not his first go. Now, once again, could it be CT? I don't know. Maybe, but stop making excuses for people. Like people still have to be adults. People still are part of a team and he is. You know that, like, just the just the way it is. You got to powder puff everything. Like at this point, he's not been diagnosed with any of that. So I'll apologize or eat my words later. And I'm nobody in the world of sports, so it doesn't matter what I'm saying. I'm a random guy on the radio. But stop just making excuses for him because at this point, he's just an irresponsible, immature guy. He begged to be back in the NFL. Begged. He he, a team takes a chance on him. Cool for him. You got a Super Bowl ring out of it. And then the coach that took the chance on him, the coach that took a lot of heat because the same guy, uh, he, like, faked a COVID test or whatever, acted like he had it just, just so he could play. And so, like, the coach is, like, taking a lot of heat, and still he's like, nah, man, he's playing this next game because the world wanted him to, to get kicked out of football for for that thing. But the dude walks off on the same coach that, like, had his back. There's just no loyalty. I don't get it. I really don't. Speaking of no loyalty, speaking of maybe loyalty, let's do that different. What about this new, what about this new Winchester Ranch beard oil cream? You want to get some loyalty? Once you put, once you be loyal to your beard and slap that or slap them earls all over your beard. So, you know, here we are in the holidays and, um, you know, it's, it is the season. Not now, right? We're past that. But last week, two weeks ago, we were tizzing the season. By the way, this is not a shot at any at any family member. I don't want anybody to, like get their feelings hurt. I don't know who listens to the show and who doesn't. Like I really don't. Uh, but and if you do, I'm not trying to offend you. <clears throat> if you're my family, I'm just being real here. You know what I don't like. You know, I'll tell you what I don't like at at family functions. Now, at some point, you got to take the step. I'm getting there. At some point, you got to take this step but I don't like it when this step is taken after two weeks. You ready for this? I don't want to meet people's new boyfriends and girlfriends at Christmas. I don't. I don't want to meet them at all. As a matter of fact, I wish they weren't even there. Now, remember, I could end up being best friends with these people later in life, assuming it lasts that long, but I don't want to meet new people at Christmas functions that you've been dating for less than a week or two. I didn't, why are you bringing them? I don't want to know them. Well, I'm going to have to remember somebody else's name next year. I, I just don't get – I mean, don't get mad at me. I'm just being real. Like, I I, I want to – I want to talk to the people that I know I'm going to know for a long time. I don't want to meet a new face every year because I don't remember anybody's name. I mean, you know, if you, it's like – you're like the eighth person I've met. Like, I, I don't want to – I don't want to do it anymore. Just – just – Keep the same guy, or just bring the same guy that we all know at Christmas. If you're going to date somebody else on the side, just leave him on the side. I mean, put a put a time limit on it. Don't tell me you know the guy two days. Tell him, Tell me that you know him for five years. Then we at least will at least assume we're going to see him again. I mean, I it's just uh, I don't like that. It's on both sides of the family, by the way. In case somebody's listening, judging, I'm talking about both sides of the family. I'm not talking about just one. So, like, you go to these functions, you meet these people, and, I mean, you already know it's not going to last. Like, the, pe- the, the people bringing new people over, I don't know if they're jaded. I can tell you from an, from an outsider. And, I'm listen, I'm telling you, guys, I'm three for three on this deal. You can bring somebody new. I'm, I'm more than that. I'm, I'm more than that. You can bring somebody new to the family function, the family holiday function, and I can pretty much know really fast that's that this one's not going to last. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm I'm not making it up. I'm I've been pretty accurate with it. So I'm just saying, you know, when you're going to take somebody around your family, could you fill them out a little more? Because it's annoying as a family member to have to pretend to to have to pretend that you got to talk to them because. You know, you're never going to see them again. I guess that's what I'm saying. I mean, get it right, people. If I already know them, that's different. We were already friends. We'll still be friends no matter what happens with that. But stop bringing them around family functions. I, I, I don't want to run it into the ground. At least if you're going to bring somebody new. Like, make sure they have a beard. Here's why you need to make sure. That, make sure that they've ordered cookies from the, uh, <clears throat> the cookie barn in Waco. Uh, and that way then they can turn around after they've brushed out the crumbs of their beard, they can, they can restyle it up pretty good with the, uh, you know, the Winchester ranch beard company oil, premium beard oils, by the way, does any of that make any sense? By the way, I mean, I, I hope, I, I hope I'm not being rude. I don't For all I know, my family listens to the show every time they come out. Once again, for all I know, they've never listened to one episode, so not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm just being real. Even if you're mad at what I'm saying, search your heart. You know, I'm right. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to meet new people all the time. When I say I don't want to meet new people, I'm talking about at family functions that they're not going to be there. I'm great with meeting people every day. I like, I'll meet new people every day. I'm fine with that. I mean, what is my concern? What is my real concern? Like, you're like, what well, is it really that big a deal? Uh, it's not that big a deal, but then, but I got to pretend that they're going to be there again, knowing full well. And then at the same time, they're going to be out there trying to hoard, uh, the pumpkin cheese, not cheesecake, the pumpkin pie that was not made for them. In hell Helen, my pumpkin pie. This is one more mouth of pumpkin pie. We got to feed and I don't want to, I don't want to share it. How's that? How's that? Speaking of pumpkin pie and, uh, eating food and sharing, <clears throat> this is not a new year's resolution. This is completely not a New Year's resolution. Uh, I decided some time ago, I mean, look, you hear it. If you listen to the show, you randomly you hear me talk about it. Uh, you know, I'm, I know I'm chubby. I got to do something about it. Uh, and I've had some recent new motivation. I was already thinking about it. And then I was with my friend at trivia night, by the way, because I was doing trivia, you know, giving great answers. Uh, r- real smooth night we had. Uh, I think we finished uh, eighth out of tenth. Ten people. Uh ten teams. So uh anyway, trivia night, I I made a claim. I'm like, hey, because I'm going to Las Vegas at the end of January. And I'm going with these uh couple families, three families. So so I said I'm gonna lose thirty pounds before I get there. So it was already like already in my head, but like now I gotta do it. Now it's a thing that I have to do. So I, I I did the I made the bet like a day before Christmas which probably not the best time of the year to be making uh, weight bets. So I've been walking, you know, I've been uh, been giving some effort. I even jogged. I jogged the other day. Uh, uh amazingly. I I actually jogged a little further than I thought that I was I don't want to say capable cuz I'm sure I'm capable of jogging more. I I jogged a little further than I mentally thought that I was going to go. Maybe, maybe a better way to word it. So anyway, it was, it was good. I've been, uh, I've been given some effort. I'm not on this hundred mile challenge like I did last year. Like I'm not doing that. Um, but I am, you know, I've been given a little effort, been riding a bicycle, a bicycle, just now I'm giving you an update, an update for uh, fantasy uh, football. I guess this episode t- has tended to be a bit more about sports. Uh, so my league's over. Today is like the final day, uh, and, and I'm not in the championship game. I'll spare you the details because it's not going to make any sense if you don't know about it. But um, I had the same record as a guy. Um, he surpassed me even though I beat him twice. He got to go on into the playoffs, and I did it uh, not in the winner's bracket. So, I was like, So, through the week, I would score more points than his opponent. Now, the reason that I'm saying this is because assuming that he didn't get in on a technicality, that should have been me in that slot. Each week, I would have beat my opponent, which meant I would have been in the finals, the Super Bowl, right now. But I wasn't. Because I lost on a technicality. Now this particular guy, same record as me, I beat him every time we played this year. He didn't beat me one time. So that alone, you you would think, whatever, it's fine. So why am I telling you this? Because uh, if I score more points than his opponent, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a co fantasy champion ring. Um, now right now, if you're hearing this and you're like, is that a thing? Well, it's about to be. Um, you know, because uh, I basically it's like I'm the people's champ right now at fantasy because I should have been in the game and I would have beaten everybody that he played that week because I would have beat them on points so it feels pretty good I guess what I'm telling you what' I'm, what am I saying it feels pretty good to be a co fantasy champion I'm basically really probably the real champion but um but I didn't actually get put in that game i'm I'm not sure why it doesn't matter uh thank you to everybody who's wished me uh Congratulations on my co-national uh, champion season, and uh, you know I'm I'm excited for it. So I'm sure the ring ceremony in August is going to be, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be the first time that there, we presented two rings um, at the ceremony. So I I feel good about that. You guys should know that, as you well know, if you listen to this show often, you know that I usually just tell stories about myself. And, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll, just like earlier, I get a little sidetracked because I've been watching this stuff in the news with the football stuff. But I usually just talk about my life and things like that. I don't ever tell other people's stories. And I I don't. And I I may butcher it. Here's the thing. I don't know because they're not my stories. I wasn't there. But I've heard it so many times. I think it's going to be pretty accurate. And if it's not, it's funny anyway. And the reason I'm telling you is because I have a cousin named Sonny. And uh, Sonny turned seventy today, and so I noticed this uh, on Facebook. That he turned seventy, and it made me think of this. It's the most classic story ever. It's really, <laughs> it's actually, it's a great story. And i I think I think I'm telling it exactly accurate. I'm sure somebody will let me know later if not. Um, but Sonny, uh, he, Sonny has intellectual disabilities. Sonny thinks that um he thinks he's he legitimately thinks he's George Strait like uh, no questions asked he thinks he's George Strait uh he like he wears the black cowboy hat he sings George Strait songs all day long i mean he's a cowboy this this, this guy is George Strait and that's the thing he's he's thought this for I, I, once again it's not maybe entirely accurate but I, I, he's thought this for probably 30 to 40 years uh, I don't know how long George Strait's been out, but some about 30 years he, he's been doing this. And so my dad always tells a story. He'll always tell a story where he would be like, he's like, Sonny, what are you doing? And Sonny, because dad grew up with him, they're close in age, he's like, Sonny, what are you doing? He's like, I'm not Sonny. <laughs> I can't talk like him. So I'll, I'll give a little effort, but I can't talk like him. But he's he's like, Sonny, what are you doing? He's like, I'm not Sonny. I'm George Strait. And my dad's like, well, you're not George Strait. He's like, I pat Boone. He's like, you're not Pat Boone. He's like, I pat you clean. That's what he Look, I, my dad's told me that story forever. So, so, so if you call him out on being George Strait, at least when dad has done it in the past, those are like the three people he says. So this is something that he's been going by forever. Like people call him George Strait because that's what he calls himself, local people. So, George Strait came to the BOK Center in Tulsa, uh, for, you know, for a concert. Sold out. Uh, and Sonny got tickets. I, I don't know how he got the tickets. I, Well, anybody can get the tickets, but I'm not sure how it got set up to where he got to meet George Strait. And so, like, you know, people were excited. And nobody really knew how he was going to act. Because, you know, it's he's been trying to emulate this guy forever. And so they're in a room, I guess, you know, so they're waiting. George Strait walks in in his George Strait attire. My cousin Sonny, also known as George Strait, uh, is in there. And George Strait Strait walks up to my cousin Sonny, and he said, he's like, hey, I'm George Strait. And my cousin Sonny says, you're not George Strait, I'm George Strait. (laughs) And the real George Strait said, well, I believe you are. That's it. My cousin, he turned 70 today. And that's crazy to, that that to, to think he's 70 years old. Man, look, I don't know. I still feel like a kid. I'm 42. I still feel like a kid. I'm not sure at what point you feel old. Oh, and I even got ailments. My neck hurts. My back hurts. My shoulder hurts. Knees hurt. So I know that I'm not a kid, but like mentally, I still feel like a kid. And uh, I just, I don't know when you... Anyway, he's 70. That's crazy to think. He still rolls around singing George Strait songs. Uh, by the way, happy birthday, Sonny. I'm not sure you listen to this show, but if you do, there you go. Happy happy birthday uh, to my cousin, George Strait. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if I, if I butchered some of that, I didn't really go in depth, but if I did, yeah, i will sure I'll hear about it later. I went to a little kid birthday party um, on Sunday. And the skating it was at, it was at a skating rink, uh, this local skating rink. I'd been there one time, and the one time that I'd ever been there was it was a very memorable moment. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've, I had spoke about it before, but there was a guy who was probably 55 years old. Uh, he, he was wearing <laughs> designer jeans. That's the best way to describe it, because you know there's regular jeans, and then you get the designer ones, you know, the shiny stuff on the pockets. So this guy, he was wearing designer jeans. Uh, he was wearing a, a shirt, you know, like a Smedium. You know, when people act like, people wear shirts way too tight. This guy had a Smedium shirt on, designer jeans. Probably, honestly, probably 55 years old. Uh, if you know Kip from Napoleon Dynamite, looked like Kip, glasses and all. And he, that was his attire. And then he had uh, skates where the wheels lit up. And this guy was doing all kinds of moves. Now I'm not saying that it wasn't good skating at all. I'm just saying that at a skating rink that had a, probably a hundred people skating, the next oldest person was probably twelve. So this guy is like out in the center. Like I, I, I'm just saying, like it has all the makings of a guy that has a sign in his yard. That's what. That's what. It, that's that's what I thought I was watching. Uh, and but he was like. The most uh, listen to this word. He was like the most magnificent four wheel skater. Technically, it's eight, I guess. You know, whatever roller skates. He's like the best roller skater I probably ever laid eyes on. But why were you wearing that? And you're at this. Pl- Everybody's twelve. Go at nighttime. I mean, the guy just kind of looked like a pervert. To be honest, I don't. I don't know how else to word it. Anyway, I went back to that place the other day. <laughs> so, it's a transition into that. I went back to that place. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I'd go to skating rinks, and uh, you know, in the eighties, when they only played like metal music, uh, they might have played other music, but that's all I remember. You know, you couple skate, you backwards skate. Uh, I don't ever actually remember skating the other way. Apparently, that's a thing now. Do the limbo. It's all the same games. It's all the same speed skate competition. Uh, you know, every place is the same, but. I just said that I feel like a kid. I just said that. But I'm not a kid. And how I really know I'm not a kid is because when I go to the skating rink, people are like, hey, are you going to skate? Absolutely not was I going to skate. Like there was not even a chance for a half second that I was going to skate. And there there was – and it was because it was Sunday at like 1230. So there wasn't a lot of people there. I wasn't getting on the floor. I'm just saying like I – I have got. Even though I said I feel like a kid, I've got there mentally. I already know I'm not putting those skates on because I don't know how to do it. I'm not like this guy that's got a sign in his yard that knows how to do all these these special moves. Uh, it, <laughs> and I couldn't let it go. I like I had to go talk to the guy, uh, not not in a mouthy way. I just had to know his story because he, he had, you just had to see how he was dressed. And I already told you, he looks like Kip from Napoleon Dynamite, just a little longer hair, same glasses and everything. And, uh, I'm like, Hey man, uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? Like, I was like, you skate pretty good. And he did. I'm just saying, yeah, it looked funky, but he skated good. So I'm like, Hey man, what do you like? Do you skate? Like, what do you do? He's like, Oh yeah. I'm on a skating team. Like you are. He's like, yeah. Free pro free. <laughs> He's a pro freestyle skater. Actually. I think I did talk about this on a podcast before he said he was a pro freestyle skater. So all these freestyling moves he was doing out there amongst the 12 year olds, you know, it reminded me of like those kids, you know, how they bob their head. There was a TikTok video of like, uh, I don't know, eight 65 year old people all cruising, dancing to a song with that same head motion that I'm actually doing in the microphone that you can't see, uh, like doing that dance. I, I don't, I mean, it's awesome that you can do that because you're fast or whatever, but it looks way nerdy from the outside. Like from outside looking in, yes. Would most people like to skate that way? If you, okay, I don't want to skate. If I wanted to skate, I would like go practice and I would do it. Okay, so I don't want to do that. I'm simply saying when I go into the skating rink and you notice people who can skate good, you think, oh, that's pretty cool. Now, when you start to analyze further, that's that's when that's when you get what I'm telling you now. When you start analyzing further further in the skating world, uh, it looks nerdy if I, as a 42 year old, and now my hair's just a little longer, if I was just cruising by a bunch of 12 year olds with my hair flapping in the wind uh, and me doing a little dance with my head, you know, head and shoulder movement back and forth uh, uh, every so often, you know, doing. Uh, a little 180 and then another 180 to flip back to the front to cruise in. It's just nerdy, man. It is. I mean, look, I hope that guy won. I hope the guy I talked to that day, uh, I hope he won the pro freestyle skater championship of the world. So I can say, I, I knew that I know the great, well, I met the greatest skater of his generation. I see him. I'm not telling you where it's at, but if you ever see the guy, I guarantee. If you hear this podcast and then you go see that guy, you're going to know without even having to question that's the guy. like, yep, that's the guy he talked about. He's pro skating. (laughs) He's Napoleon Dynamite, Kip's brother. He's Kip. He's from Napoleon Dynamite, 100%. Anyway, well, uh, you know, new new season here. It's a new season. And uh, I would just like to say, you know, for everybody, just because it's a new year, I'm I'm not actually on the third year yet. Like I haven't reached the actual start of the third year, but it is the third year that I've in, been operating in the podcast. So, you know, now in this third year, I appreciate everybody that's been listening this whole time. Uh, we're gonna put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame one day, probably not through this uh, show, but uh, <laughs> I probably at some point you got to quit like talking about it and maybe take some action. I'll work on that action. I'll figure it out. Uh, But anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, Love everybody. See you next week.